Hey guys, how's it going? This is Abhilash and welcome to the SaaS Sessions podcast. Today's episode is with Batis Yameen. He's the CEO of Crisp.chat. Crisp is a customer messaging platform that allows brands to chat with their customers using a simple platform. We're going to talk about how Crisp started and how they scaled 200k customers without a sales team. Let's start with you, Batiste. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little more on what exactly Crisp is? Yeah, sure. So, hello, guys. So, uh, I'm Batiste. I come from France. I'm a French entrepreneur. So, I started Crisp three years ago uh, with in mind that the startup ecosystem needed um, a simple chat solution to connect with customers. Because back in the time, uh, we had a lot of different chat solutions, but it was, in my opinion, too complex. So with my co-founder uh, three years ago, where we were at school and we started developing Crisp. And then we started having more and more customers. Uh, we started like with uh, two customers and now we have a hundred K, we have hundred K customers on the platform. That's great. That's great. Vitesh. Can you tell, uh, tell us how exactly did the idea for a crisp.chat come out, come about? Yeah. So we were doing different side projects in, in the past and uh, we did different startups. Some succeeded, others failed. And on all our projects, we really felt uh, a lack of uh, a simple and affordable uh, chat solution. Because uh, when you start a new company, uh, you can't afford thousands of dollars uh, in, a, in a chat solution. And we felt that the market uh, needed a, a very simple chat solution and uh, affordable to, to everyone. And uh, so I think that um, the market needed as well a, a sexy chat software because all the software in the past, like Zopayam uh, or Olark, uh, were really ugly in my opinion. And we, we, we wanted to change that. It's how Chris started, uh, like, uh, yeah, three years ago now. Perfect, perfect. So you saw that there's a need for a very simple platform for chat. And then you got, went ahead and built solutions on it. Like, again, as you mentioned, that Chris started three years back. Like the products that are available right now, it caters to all branches um, of any particular company. So it can be customer, uh, it can be support teams, it can be chatting with customers who come to your website. And there are, I went through the site and I also saw there are features where you can go ahead and help customers navigate through a website as well. So all the iterations, like I understand that it started from chat. How exactly did you realize that all these iterations could also be a part of the product? Like what was the process behind this? Oh, I guess it's very simple. Um, we started Crisp step by step. So when we started Crisp three years ago, Crisp was really a, a straightforward uh, product. Like you have a chat widget on the website and then on the other end you have um, a dashboard to reply to customers. And uh, we started with very simple software, like a simple chat widget, a simple dashboard with the very basic stuff. Um, text messaging, um, 
few emojis, file sharing. We, we didn't have a lot of features back in the time. And then we started having more and more customers and the customers started, started to, to have the IDs. So we started to implementing the, the IDs and step-by-step step, we started to have more and more features. Uh, we collected a lot of feedback from our early customers. Two years ago, we, we developed a Crisp2, which was a brand new release. And uh, in Crisp2, we implemented all the suggestions, uh, all the feedback, uh, all the customers' feedback we had um, uh, before the launch. And then we started to, to add new features like uh, um, a CRM, a help desk, um, video calls, uh, magic browse, which is the feature you mentioned to, to see uh, the visitor screen. So it was step by step. Perfect, perfect. And how exactly, uh, like as you mentioned, when you started off as a simple chat interface, how did you start getting people to pay for your service? Like you mentioned that uh, iteratively the product has become more and more free feature driven. But how did you start paid customers? Yeah. When we started Crisp, we were young people, I guess, and um, we didn't know anything about the market. We had a vision, but we we were like new on the market and we didn't knew the market really well to be honest we were good developers i guess but we were not good marketers so what we did and i think it's a great advice for entrepreneurs is to to start the the product uh with a freemium and a free um, a free version of your product like for a year and it's what we did this way you can attract um, new users to your platform and there is no friction at all because the product is free so um, it's easy to to get customers uh, users because they are not customers yet and then you can like implementing new features you can collect feedback and with all your customers' feedback, you can um, then create per paid um, paid features, basically. And it's what it's what we did. We we started implementing uh, paid features, but later, uh, first the the product was uh, free. Perfect, perfect. And how big is the team at Crisp currently? So Crisp is a small team. Like currently, we are just seven people. On the team, so uh, we are three developers. So I co-founding, uh, I co-founded the company with a friend. So uh, we are two. The two co-founders are the developers on the the platform. We are the co-developers. Uh, we hired as well a friend, which is helping us to develop the platform. Uh, we have a marketing guy. And all the rest of the team is um, customer support. That's really great, uh, Matisse, because having 100K customers and having managing that with such a small team, that's really commendable. Yes, I know. But um, I think it's possible to build really great businesses and big businesses with small team. Because um, when you see companies like 
WhatsApp, when, um, when Facebook acquired WhatsApp, WhatsApp was a really, really small team. And they sold uh, WhatsApp to Facebook like uh, $30 billion or something like that. So it's really possible, in my opinion, to build great products, great companies uh, with um, a small team. But when you're a small team, you need to, to have great people on board, of course. Definitely, definitely. As you mentioned that you have developers, you have marketing and you have uh, customer support people as well. Like when customers use your platform, you would get feedback from all, from everybody. Like I think everybody on the team uh, would be getting feedback some way or the other. How do you basically uh, decide what to build based on features that your customers ask you for? Considering that you're a small team and you want to build the next feature, but how do you do that? Uh, how, what is that process? Okay, so first, I guess, you need to dog food your product. So, of course, we need our own product every day. We talk, even as a CEO, I talk every day with uh, a lot of customers. Like, every day I talk to 30 customers. So every day I collect a lot of feedback and as I use the platform every day, uh, I can feel the, the pain on the platform. Um, I, I know what works and what doesn't work. Uh, as I, I chat with a lot of different people, I, I, I know what, what they want. Um, our customer support agents also, they're in touch with a lot of different people. So. Every day we do have a lot of feedback, but of course you can't listen to all the feedback because a lot of, a lot of people want, um, they want bad solutions. They, they have the bad uh, request for the bad problem. And sometimes you just need to refine the problem to, to, to create a feature. Uh, so what we did is we created a, a private Facebook group where we have all our early customers. We have like um, 200 people in the group. And as now we, we do have um, more and more customers, it can be sometimes difficult to, to know what feature is good, what feedback is good, and what feedback is bad. So we have the policy to to prioritize um, the, the feedback from this private Facebook group with all the early customers. Because the early customers um, started using Crisp three years ago when Crisp was uh, like in beta, we had bugs sometimes, and they're still using Crisp. So they really understand what the product is, the vision is, and um, yeah. The, the, the early customers are, in my opinion, the, the best way to, to get good feedback and to know what to implement or not. Perfect. That's a really good takeaway for everyone who's listening because, again, like having a small team and getting feedback from all corners, how do you exactly prioritize? Like you, uh, Your team really did a great, a great way by understanding early users' feedback on Facebook. Now, uh, moving to, towards the marketing angle, like uh, apart from getting your first customers from the freemium model, 
like uh, have you done any other sort of marketing to get yourself out there because uh, in general like there are other competitors out there in the market as well so uh, apart from the product is there something else that you do unique uh, from the competition so first the biggest marketing is the product as at crisp because most of our acquisition is is just like inbound it's people typing a name on google and signing up so it's very important to to get a good product an easy product with a straightforward onboarding if you have that like 80% of the the marketing stuff is done so we started to implement uh like two years ago a very strong onboarding process because when you have people signing up on your product it's good of course but then you need to make those uh, those users as uh, long-term users so we figured out that helping customers and teaching uh, customers how to use the product was good because it it helps to get um, to turn those customers into paying customers later so yeah onboarding is onboarding is very important on on marketing uh, then we really worked a lot on the website because nowadays uh, people are using internet a lot and we are browsing like um, more than 100 websites every day so your website really needs to have something special to so people going to your website for the first time really recognize something uh, on your website to be to make your website into the the head and now we're starting to have a more classical um, marketing because of course inbound marketing is good but um, to go on the other steps of building the company you need to find other ways to to get customers so now we are trying to build a, a youtube channel and uh, we are also trying to to do more um, to more blog articles like content marketing great great so uh like you mentioned the youtube uh, like you're creating a youtube channel so is this mostly to get user adoption to show people that what can be achieved from crisp yeah on both ways uh, so first is education because as I mentioned before, it's very important that users know how to use the product, like to make sure they are using the product at 100%. If people are using your product like at 10% or 20%, you can't, they won't be able to be long-term users. So it's why we, we are doing this YouTube channel is on the first hand education and on the second hand we are doing uh, uh we 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 will do podcasts with interviews and um we will talk about what we do at crisp and how we can help uh, companies uh doing better perfect perfect 
and uh, like you've given us a broad view of what exactly crisp is doing and what exactly is happening in the space like uh, also i wanted to understand how quickly are you growing okay so um we have every day we are doubling the revenues and the customers every year that's that's great uh having a small team and getting your revenues doubled every year just because of the product is really commendable there yeah and what is special at crisp as well is we were of course we are a small team but uh, like a year ago, we were still a remote team, so all the team was uh, remote. So we worked from the US, uh, from Eastern Europe, and many different countries. And um, as we got more and more customers, to be honest, it was it was a bit difficult to handle all the growth because uh, we were only two developers, and uh, we only have two customer support agents. And we wanted to grow the team, of course, but growing a remote team is not easy for many different reasons. Um, so what we did is we, we, we went back to France and uh, we started to, to get offices and to hire people in France uh, to scale the team and this way to prepare the future uh, to create a new crisp version and to yeah to get a bigger team to handle the the growth that's great and uh, apart from growing the team and growing your revenues what what's next for chris like what is coming from your side yeah so we are we are working currently on a new crisp release called the chris 3 so we are we're working like um 100% of um, the dashboard. All the dashboard is new with some new features, but mainly we are reworking all, all the design, all the user experience to make Crisp faster and more simple and uh, easy for, for the companies. And uh, we expect uh, this uh, ver new version to be released like a, in a few months. Perfect, perfect. And for the audience listening in, like if they haven't gone ahead and checked Crisp, please go ahead and check it out. And the new release is coming out as well. Go ahead and try it out and definitely share feedback with Baptiste and the team. Yeah, sure. I guess it's very important nowadays to, to have a chat on, on your website because it's very important to get in touch with customers every day. If you don't chat with your customers, you are losing revenue. Definitely, definitely. And uh, regarding other use cases as well, like apart from the chat, people can also go ahead and try all the other features and use it according to their particular use cases. Yeah, for instance, uh, we do have a CRM, so you can import uh, all your contacts uh, from your database to CRISP. Um, to centralize all your data in Crisp. You can also connect Crisp with all many different platforms, like with HubSpot, you can connect to your Zoho CRM to Pipedrive. We are also connected with uh, many other messaging softwares, like you can um, uh, connect Crisp with Messenger, Twitter, 
um, you can connect Chris to um, uh, a text phone number, so to receive text messages on CRISP. Um, we are connected with Telegram as well. Um, it's possible as well on CRISP to have um, a, help desk, a help desk website. Like you create, you can create your own website with uh, frequent uh, answered um, questions. Uh, and uh, we do ho we also have a status page feature to to um, to check if your servers are up or not. And we have many different plugins. Uh, for instance, we have a bot solution to create your own bot on Crisp, and the bot is fully integrated with um, many different platforms. So you can create a bot on Crisp that will be connected with um, the chat widget on your website, um, which will be connected as well uh, on Messenger, Twitter. So on Crisp, you can connect all your different ecosystem, uh, all the different softwares you are using on the company. That's great. Like I'm definitely sure that most of the audience listening in would definitely want to try this out and go ahead and give you more feedback. At least uh, apart from this, I would also generally like to ask you, like what is a newsletter or a podcast or a book that you would like to recommend to the audience? Something that you read every day or something that has kind of inspired you? Um, I'm not a book person, to be honest, but um, we, we had a lot of advices from a, a company called Ojar, and they're doing great content on their blog. Uh, so you can definitely check their blog and what Ojar does because it's a very interesting company. Great. I'd add it on the show notes so everybody can go ahead and check that out as well. Perfect. And uh, that's our time for today, Matisse. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out. It was a great understanding into what exactly Chris is doing and what exactly is coming out in the future as well. And thanks for sharing your insights into, uh, into growing the product and getting more customers as well. This would definitely help the audience. Perfect. And uh, you can follow Batiste on LinkedIn and Twitter. I'll add the links uh, with the show notes. Also, please check out chris.chat and uh, you can use it for your website and for other use cases as mentioned earlier. Thank you, guys.